everyone, and welcome to Delta Talks, a TMT podcast by Delta Partners. I'm Samrita, and I lead the PR function here. If you're new to our channel, welcome. We're happy to have you. If you've been here before, welcome back. Thank you for enjoying our content. In today's episode, we have Sam Evans, Senior Managing Director at Delta Partners, speaking with Kat Luna Abalarde, uh, CEO of PLDT Global. In today's episode, we have Sam and Kat discussing the transformation that's taken place in the telecoms industry um, during the pandemic, what it was like prior, and um, just sort of where it's headed. Uh, Sam has a few ideas on how to navigate the industry, and we're going to have a chat with Kat to see what she thinks and where she thinks it's going. Uh, Sam, oh, we were, we were having a chat about um, how pre-pandemic there was a lot of travel and um, how that's sort of taken a back seat, but it's it's also helped in many ways. Um, we were meant to just sort of pick up with Kat and see where she's at. Uh, would you like to take it away from here? Yeah, and I was going to say, so how would you say your leadership approach has changed, right? As you said, you know, on, on planes all the time, conference, conference, conference. You've obviously got your team in, in different locations. So how would you compare, you know, yourself, Kat, today in September 2021 versus the, the Kat of, of two years ago? Well, very different, I would say. Well, not not entirely different, still the same, but very different. I think um, I've focused a lot on really on just communication. Uh, what I learned is you can't over communicate at these times. Um, and that wasn't one is maybe for me just to really get a sense of what's happening in the business. And a lot also was, you know, just also being able to um, to strike more personal relationships uh, with everybody in the team as far as I could go, right? Yeah. Uh, just really making sure that they're okay, that despite the screens that separate us and despite all the distance that everybody continue to stay productive, to stay motivated, to continue to innovate, right? Because that's what we need today. The world has changed. Behaviors have drastically changed. I think, Sam, the digitalization that, you know, we've been talking about for the 10 years just happened in a matter of months. And in that, I mean, I think that's a great point. That, that acceleration of digitization, as you look at how you run PLDT Global, what is different? I mean, can you point to a couple of things you go, wow, if it hadn't been for COVID, we wouldn't be running the business in the way that we are today. That's correct. So, yeah, so it was really a lot of innovation from the ground up. We also had to reconfigure the team so that they could work more effectively. Of course, use of tools, we can't underscore the use of uh, digital tools. Um, approvals happen faster, you know, that, 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 <laughs> that was very difficult uh, previously. I, I felt like barriers were brought down, uh, less hierarchy. Right? People would really just come to the same table or to the same video call for that matter and just really flesh out things and just try to solve problems. Are you going to be jumping back on the plane as soon as all the borders have opened? Is it back to how it was? Or do you think business is going to be done in, in PLDT in a different way so permanently? I don't think I'm going to jump on a plane for work immediately. If I do jump on a plane, it's going to go to the beach, honestly, <laughs> with my family. Yeah. I think it's going to happen, but it's going to trickle in. 
and it's gonna have to be a gradual sort of sort of you know especially from the side of the world that I'm from yeah. it's going to have to be gradual you know we're still dealing with um, quarantine after trips here it's around 10 days in other places like Hong Kong it's three yeah. weeks so yeah so I, it's gonna open up I'm sure I have faith and I have hope that it will happen someday but I think it's gonna be a gradual moving back onto the plane traveling around the world um you know, being virtual has also made everything just so much more efficient, right? We've also now become, uh, we've now also realized how valuable time is. Yeah. Uh, and so things that you can do virtually, we just do virtually, right? We hop on a 30-minute chat. I've never had so many chats in my life, Sam. I don't know about <laughs> you, but... <laughs> I feel like I get to know people a lot more. I, I've spent more time exactly. clients than ever before because I don't need to fly 12 hours outside their office for a long time I WhatsApp and say you free to exactly. chat they go yes exactly so I think that you know people are just communicating so much more I think another thing that we can throw into the mix is the fact that we do take calls video calls at that from home I mean I know how probably the homes of all almost all my my team members are you know how many dogs they have uh, sometimes if they have to bounce off because uh, you know they have to cook lunch that's fine by me too so there's just been this whole you know uh, there's just been this whole spirit of authenticity really um, that's come out because of COVID yeah and what about the business itself right Kat, we, we speak a lot with with peers you know in the global leaders forum and other areas around you know the acceleration of data demand right mm. um, the demands on on networks how has it been for you over the past two years from a, a PLDT global business perspective? What's demand well, been like? Yeah, so very busy. Uh, never been busier. The good thing is we got our priorities straight. Uh, clearly, we had to be able to support the domestic demand uh, of, of just internet consumption, right? Everything, every, everything now relies on the internet. So we saw a 30% surge, which meant that you know, we had to strike faster partnerships to get uh, international lines up. Um, we're in Asia also, and I'm, you know this very well, in Asia there has and continues to be a surge of uh, demand for the internet, right? Yeah. And everybody is moving closer to the edge. A little bit, you know, but closer to the edge, right? As close as possible to the consumer. And so... A, a re-evaluation of networks is happening, not just for PLDP, but for all of our partners and our customers as well. So it's been very busy. You know, honestly, I don't know how we would have done this in a face-to-face world. I mean, we'd just be lining up for meetings every day, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. But then decisions are made faster. Ideas are brought to the table faster. So, yeah, that's a plus. And has that been a, te- a temporary thing in the sense? You, you talked about that spike, right? The 30% surge and so forth. Uh-huh. Are you seeing that leveling off? Or was this really actually just a bringing forward of demand? And so what your plans were over, you know, the next two years, three years, you're like, oh, wow, okay, it's here in three months, right? So, right. so I think, yeah, so there was there was that, that really quick acceleration, right? But it hasn't, it has moderated a bit, but it has not plateaued. So and, it still continues to grow. Right? People just keep consuming. And you have to understand that we're not yet very 
as connected as we should be, there are still a lot of people who have to be connected and who can get get faster connections to the internet. And so we're, we continue to work on that. I think it's going to stay for maybe around five more years, probably. And then the next wave of innovation comes that we haven't predicted today. Exactly. It's all going right. It's, everything's gone whatever closer than the edges, right? And it's every yeah. device is yeah. connected with video screens, uh-huh. talking mm-hmm. to each other in, in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and how has that sort of made you think about, for example, the capabilities and skill sets you need in your organization? As, as you look through, for example, the PLDT Global Organization today, are your priorities for organization development different to uh, how they were when maybe you were sat in, you know, Atlanta or ITW in 2019? Yeah, great question, great question. So we really had to double up on our analytics practice. That's number one. Uh, number two, we also had to double up on our uh, on our developers. Yeah. Right. And and number three, we had to also work with partners to re-architecture our listening skills in terms of uh, to our consumers. Uh, so those are the three things that we had to just really focus on. Traditionally, we were in a, in a face-to-face world where your products are pretty, you know, they're, they've been there, right? So we had a lot of relationship people and that's where the focus was. It was on product, it was on, you know. Um, product and sales, I think we've seen a shift towards basically the digital type of talent, again, around analytics and uh, dev. So if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, they now comprise maybe 40% of the whole organization. Oh, wow. And how are you doing in the war for talent, right? I mean, are you winning the best and the brightest in the Philippines to come and work with you? And if so, what, what's the what's the pitch, right, to say telecoms is is the sector? Yeah, so it's tough, right? Uh, I guess you know that um, it's it's very tough. Not just because uh, you know your your telco versus let's say maybe manufacturing or versus uh, you know e-commerce and all of that. I think more than anything, people are also looking for softer things like you know um, the quality of life if you can even call it that uh, inclusivity right how their ideas are met so it's very cultural but that's what i see previously it was all about the paycheck how much of course that is still there but people are already looking beyond that uh, is there any purpose right for the company so the younger guys and i say younger because some of them can already be my kids <laughs> They look for that. They're really honed in on a sense of purpose. They want to understand how, what they do every single day. Does it make a difference to them? Is it something that they feel passionate about? I guess that's number one. Number two is do they enjoy working with their peers, right? And then third, of course, is are they heard? Are their ideas heard? Do they work in a safe space? So these are the things that we had to make sure we're, you know, we kind of evolved into um, so that we could keep talent. And we continue to struggle with people, you know, who leave, who get burned out. Um, but those are the realities now, right? Yeah, so, it's the same on, on our side of the fence as well, right? I think we, we've been surprised, Kat, at mm. the speed at which the attachment to the company goes beyond career progression and, and financial remuneration, 
Yes, but yes. That yeah. look for purpose, that look for being able to, I think we, there's a phrase, in, uh, entrepreneurship, right? Being able to yes. follow a passion project internally. That's right. That's that right. wasn't something that we ever thought about 18, 24. I never grew up like that in this company, Sabs. No, we, we grew up so right in, it's all about working yeah. hard and growing. It's, exactly, uh, right? It's all about the hard numbers and all about how much you take home on your paycheck. It's, it's all about that. And, you know, it's, I'm glad that I have, I have kids because I look at my kids now and then I realize that, yeah, like, you know, their, their values are, and what's important to them is, is kind of shifting. We're seeing that shift. So if values are shifting, skill sets are shifting, what are the priorities? If you look at, let, let's take the PLDT global part of this, that international part, there's always been a little bit niche in the broader global telecoms conceptualization, right? Mm-hmm. What are the priorities for the next two to three years? What are the things that PLDT global or some of your peers elsewhere in the world have to get right, yes or yes, so that that spike in demand continues and, and you're capturing fair value from that demand? Yeah, so I guess the good thing about us is that we are members of a lot of consortiums right, when it gets to cable. Um, and I keep emphasizing this. That you cannot have enough bandwidth at this point, whether it's for domestic use, whether it's connect uh, to another pop somewhere. You just can't have too much at this point. So that's number one, really around making sure that we continue to build our asset infrastructure base um, and that we come in and invest at the right time. So that's number one. Number two is making sure that our partnerships stay strong. So with an increase in supply is naturally an increase, uh, with an increase in demand, uh, naturally comes, you know, all these other players who want to be able to tap into that demand, correct? Yeah. Uh, and when you have more players, you're also looking at more competition. That's the reality of, of business. And so we need to find ways to keep our partnerships strong, despite the fact that we can face-to-face. What does that mean for you, so a strong partner? I mean, given your, your role leading strategic partnerships, corporate development with PLDT, when you talk about having a strong partner, how do you define that? Well, in the broader sense of PLDT now, the way we look at it is really partnership in many aspects, not just, you know, in one, let's say, bilateral uh, project, right? It's yeah. it's really being able to prioritize the people in the companies that you can work with. You stay aligned on your principles and somehow even your values. Um, you know, you're able to talk it out because partnership is never easy, right? More often than not, yes, you do sign on a contract, but whether the other partner or whether you can also adhere to the contract to the letter never happens 100%. Um, And so are you open enough to, you know, are you flexible enough? Are you open enough for, for adjustments? Because we really don't know what maybe will happen in the next year or two years from now, right? Um. And so it's really trying to solidify with the partners who we feel we can work with most and then bring those partners in, in many segments of the organization. Does that so, make sense? Yeah, it does. I mean, I've, I've been on the PLDT website. You list many, many partners that, that you have. Mm. Um, 
is it a sort of a hedging strategy? Say, look, we need PLDD to be everywhere. The, the lowest cost way for us to be there as a partnership, we see if it works, we then see where to go next. Or is partnership essentially how you've thought in certain areas? That is going to be our, our play. We have no aspiration to, to build. We have no aspiration to acquire. So we're going to very much be a, a partner-driven organization. So I guess in this super competitive world, right, we can't say that. We, we understand our DNA yeah. as a telco. Clearly, we can't just stay a traditional access layer-driven telco, right? But what we have are customers, correct? We have consumers, we have enterprises who sit on our lines. Of course, we want to provide more value. Do we build it ourselves or do we partner? If we do build it ourselves, then we're not even sure whether or not we can deliver and whether or not we can get there, right? Yeah. So really being able to build that ecosystem, I think, sits at the back of having partners that, again, align to your principles, have the same objectives as you do, and you can work together strategically yeah. and operationally. And, so of course, the finances have to have to make sense, right? The financial side has to make sense. So it's that. We're also trying to improve, honestly, the way we do it. Because, you know, we can't, of course, partner with everybody. So we will have to make choices. Yeah, but then is the future, Kat, you see one of the telco being the super aggregator, right? You are the, the customer portal, and it's mm-hmm. the way you expose that ecosystem of services to the, the customer, and it's going to be a com- competition between telcos on who can build the biggest partner ecosystem. Would that be a way to see the future? Uh, I think that's one of them. That's definitely one of them. It doesn't necessarily have to be the biggest, right? So we don't really know at this point, but I don't think it has to be the one with the most number uh, because sometimes customers also get confused with too much. It has to be the ones who make sense. And I think customers now, regardless of uh, whether you sit on the consumer side or the enterprise side, they're just really looking for simplicity. Uh, They're looking for, you know, um, simplicity, they're looking for a company that, that that addresses their pain points. So I think it will be somewhere along those lines. And, and how do you differentiate as a, a telco to be the best possible partner? I mean, obviously one is, look, here's how many eyeballs we can get you in front of, right? What else do you have at PLDT or, or peers have to sell to these partners beyond purely reach of distribution? Well, of course, we're a telco, <laughs> so we still have, uh, you know, if, if you go down and if you just peel that onion and you go down to the basics of it, in terms of infrastructure, we still are the most robust and um, by far on both fixed and wireless. So in the Philippines today, we are the only integrated telco. Um, and then we belong to a larger group of companies that also uh, handles uh, energy, we have water, we have, you know, roads, we're into infrastructure, we're into hospitals. So if you can just imagine, if I can borrow your word, Sam, just aggregating all of those services because everybody is starting to go digital, right? And then as a telco, we own the last mile. 
to the consumer. Not even a mile. <laughs> Closer than a mile. <laughs> you, you, you have access, you have the end point, right? That, that's yeah. where you will. And to become a stronger partner looking for like, how do you move beyond? I mean, you started by saying, look, we are a telco, right? <laughs> what does next year or 2024's telco need to look like so that you are that partner of choice? Is it still trading off the fact that we're a telco or are there new capabilities you need to build to compete for the best partners? Yeah, so, so, so let me just cite the, what happened during the pandemic, particularly for the Philippines, right? Since everybody was locked down, well, I think you know this, um, people were starting to really have a problem moving money around, correct? Yeah. And so if you look at the if you look at the uh, fintech play locally, it's been tremendous over the past few months. That's where you really see growth rates just skyrocketing. Um, so we do have we do have our fintech arm. It's been there for quite some time, but we've only really see we've seen acceleration in the past since the pandemic. Yeah. So I guess that's one, correct? Um, of course, we continue to work with them in a more in a more structured and uh, consolidated manner for now. So Great. that's just one, yeah. So that's one that's one example of I guess a telco or PLDT in particular moving into other streams, right? Yeah, it, it's much more the connectivity and the distribution becomes the enablement. Right. Correct. What, Correct. what are the other access and capabilities you have by connecting people? I guess adding a payment mechanism in that because of mm-hmm. you already have done KYC on that individual, mm-hmm. um, and that opens up a whole new load of possibilities. Yeah, a whole new. So exciting times ahead. Exciting times ahead. I know we're running tight on time, so let me maybe ask one one final question, Kat. What, mm-hmm. What's your number one ambition for the the next year? That you want to ensure that PLDT gets right? What was the most important thing that if we speak, hopefully in person, okay, we had in 12 months' time, um, you can go, yes, that was it. Oh, okay. I, I could take you through a list of 10. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I'd want to see PLDT really take a big part in terms of getting the nation and our people back on track. Right? Not just back on track, in fact, but really you know, rebounding even stronger from the past maybe, what, 18 months? I know we can do it. The fact that, you know, we are a heritage brand, meaning we've been here, we've done that, we've seen highs and low, we've been through recessions, we've been downturns. And so there really has to be a lot of innovation around the consumers that we serve, the markets that we serve. Right. So from the consumers to the small and medium enterprises, to the larger enterprises and to the partners who can help the Philippines get back on track. Uh, so it's that it's, it's very. Remember, the P in PLDT stands for Philippines. Yeah. So there is that DNA. Right, Sam. Um, and so, I think yeah, it sort of almost brings that conversation full circle, Kat, because we went back to the beginning, we talked about COVID and for, for me, speaking with yourself and your peers in the industry, the way that this industry's rediscovered its purpose through COVID, 
you know, that sort of let's keep everyone connected. And by keeping people connected, what we can contribute towards the markets in which we deliver services, I think that's been stronger than if you go back over the last decade at least. Definitely, definitely. We've been front and center, right? It's the first time, I think we were in a chat, I don't know how many months ago, and we were seeing it's the first time that you actually have people acknowledging how important the telco is, right? After so many years of touching and being put on the wayside. The regulators have seen that as well. Governments have seen that as well. But we know that we're just scratching the surface. There is so much that has to be done in terms of digitalization. Um, and the world will change post-COVID. We're not going to go back to the way the way we used to be. Behaviors will change. New industries will emerge. If we, if we look at it from the telco perspective, what we're looking at maybe 5.5, 6G at the time. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of energy also around IoT, building smart cities, um, and the telco just wraps around all of that. Yeah, there's, right. there's and, and then PLDT has it. We have it. PLDT and the larger group, well, the MVP group that we work for, we have it. We have it in our DNA. We have the elements. We have the assets. We just have to be able to bring everything together. Phenomenal. Never more exciting time, I think, to be in, <laughs> in the industry. And, and Kat, I wish you all the, the success and, and look forward to keeping in close contact and, and seeing your progress. Thank you so much for taking the time to, to have a chat. And I do look forward, hopefully, to seeing you somewhere in the world as soon as planes allow it. You're right, Sam. I would love nothing else than that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Right, Sam Ritter, you can hit stop record. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Kat. Really appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having us. We'll edit that together. And then before it gets released, yeah. we'll ping it over to you so that there can be approval from your side. Uh, and then we'll share all the marketing bits with you. No problem. Brilliant. Have a good one, Sam. See you, 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 you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.